everyone. Welcome back to the How to Podcast series. We're going to talk all things podcast networks, which I'm really curious about. And we're going to talk about some great new podcasts that you need to add to your list that you should be listening to on a regular basis. Harvey's here with us today. We're going to be talking about his podcast that he does, as he does many podcasts, uh, which I love. And uh, Harvey's going to be chatting about all things podcasting. Welcome, Harvey, to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Mr. Campbell. This is going to be fun. I love to talk. I love talking podcasting. I love talking about what I do. This is my, uh, this is how I get away from life. This is how I, you know, to release and my enjoyment of just talking about, you know, unimportant things. It just, it makes me happy. So I excellent. So I was mentioning to you before we hit record that Kendra from your podcast network mm-hmm. was praising your show. She's a big fan of your show, but you as a person, high praise for all that you do and who you are. So Kendra might be listening to this. So thank you, Kendra, for uh, all the thank things you, you Kendra. Did. She's great. She's great. Yes, She's got she a great podcast awesome. as well. She does. Her, her podcast, Crush, Crushgasm. So it's, it, I love it. Just a podcast. And it's it's simple. Talk about crushes. And she covers in every possible different way. Did you have a crush on a character on a show, a character in a movie, an animated character, anything? And she just finds a cool way to just put it together and it's just great questions. It's it's fun. I enjoy it. I for us in this group, in this network, and obviously we'll talk about it. When we kind of got together talking with her, it was like this joke about when we were actually going to get on Crush Grasm. And she had so many people she had done the show with. And there's me and one other guy named Casey. And hopefully you'll talk to him soon. Okay. And we both wanted to be on the network or be, be on that podcast. And she's like, you know, it'll be coming soon, but I've got this going on and this going on. And we're like, we would joke, we were on this waiting list. And I'm like, I'm going to get on there first. And Casey's like, no, it's going to be me. And we're sitting there fighting, getting on. And eventually we both got on and it's just a great experience. It's fun. And besides the content, she has the cutest voice. You can't help but love her. Oh. Isn't it? It. I know. I love that girl. She's cool as hell so yeah so as soon as you as soon as you can listen to crush gasm you will love it she's amazing she's doing fun stuff it's as we're recording it's october it's halloween she's doing stuff for halloween every week is a different way of talking about talking about you know spooky season so this is she's one of my favorite podcasters so there you go. glad i got to talk Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and I can tell you from her perspective, the feelings go mutual both ways. She has the same great things to say about your podcast and things you're doing. So I love, I love the idea of a, a network. I'm actually going to be sneaking onto Crushgasm in the new year to talk about Canadian crushes because I'm in Canada. Ah, so there you go. So awesome. I'm going to bring out all my A's, sorries, and a boot. <laughs> So that I could be a part of that. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that so, is awesome. You're going to have fun. I'm You're excited. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's talk podcast networks because uh, for me, I have seven shows. I've kind of created my own podcast network, but it's just me. I'm kind of by right. myself. Right. You guys have something amazing going on. And I would love to kind of get a little history about how the how the network started. Because I, from our, my understanding, it's all built on friendship first, oh, which definitely. I love. Uh, and then just some of the benefits maybe for a podcast, a podcaster that's listening about how, how do we, what is the benefit of being a part of a network? What kind of mm-hmm. things happen by being in this group that you might not get if you're all by yourself? So take us back to the beginning of the network. So this, this network became a thing through somewhat, you know, trial and error, I guess, maybe the best way to say it. So if I, met, I mentioned before, so the first podcast I did when I do with my wife is called Love is Black. 
Nice. Relationship podcast. We love talking about our relationship. We're doing fun things now. Um, after that, I started my own Men of the Prize. I did that one, but I still like podcasting. Men of the Prize is a serious podcast. And, you know, I like doing that. And it's probably, I think, the more most important one that I do. But during COVID, when we were home and we couldn't do anything, spent a lot of time on my phone, a lot of time on Facebook. And I found this podcast, this um, page called Bracketology. And basically it's brackets. So my friend, Freddie, who might be somebody else that you might want to meet up one time. Yeah. Yeah. And he just started his page of Bracketology and it's just brackets, you know, best movie, best song, best this, best that. And we would do a lot of them and I got to meet him. And he's like, I kind of want to make this a podcast. So Freddie, myself, and who is it? And Jeremy, the three of us started this podcast, Bracket Bastards. And that's where we started. And so we will pick up subjects. So the first thing I think we did, like the original episode was, um, you know, best vehicles in movies. So, you know, the Batmobile and, you know, and the Scooby-Doo and all these things. And we every week we would do something. And through this, we met people and brought people in to be guests and added on to the group. One of the people I met doing it is DeAndre Robinson. Mm. DeAndre came in and he has a pod, he has a podcast that he'd been doing for a while called Masturbators. Mm-hmm. Now I see I said it. If you take a second and slow down and listen to to the to what it means, yeah. it took me forever to realize what I was saying. And like <laughs> randomly one day, I'm like, Oh my God, that's what I've been saying, which I thought was hilarious. But DeAndre and me, we connected immediately. And we I started jumping on his podcast and he was a guest on mine. And I met him. And then through him, I met others. Then I met um, Amanda, who has her own podcast, The Simplest. And I met her. And through her, I met Casey. And evening at the movies, we're all guys just doing podcasts and we just do it for fun. Mm-hmm. And we all like each other. We would be on everybody. We've been on each other's podcast. And eventually, I think DeAndre's like, I, I, I like the idea of all of us friends just being together. So we all have our own podcast, our own space, our own network. The benefit of us doing this network is that we're friends above all. That's the first. That's the foundation. And when you do something new, a lot to people who are listening, if you are debating doing a podcast, if you're doing a podcast and you're not feeling entirely comfortable and you don't know where it's going, what better way to get the feedback you need than get it from your friends? Mm-hmm. When you start a podcast, you, you if you have a particular idea or whatever with the podcast, bring your people in. My My podcast, I had friends doing it. They come in, they'll do it. And then afterwards, they'll tell you what it, how it felt, what it sounds like, what you could do better, maybe get rid of this. That's one of the benefits of network. It's friends, constructive criticism, and we always have guests. I know I can count on somebody to do podcasts with me and to tell me that this wasn't cool. I wouldn't have listened to this. But if you did it this way, I would probably do it. And hey, I have a podcast and I will tell my friends about it because the people who listen to mine don't may not listen to yours, but they will after I tell them to. So when you're in a network with a bunch of friends and everybody has their own listening base, every time Amanda does the syphilis, she's got a promo on there for all of our podcasts. So immediately her network, all those people hear about Men of the Prize, about the sip, no, obviously it's her thing, about Crush Grasm, about an evening at the movies, about Literature Reapers. We've got a few. So every time you've got somebody else hyping you to the rest of the world. 
That's one of the great benefits of it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. So that's how we met up and we did we did each other's podcast and they said, hey, listen, we're going to start this network and want you to be a part of it. And I'm like, it sounds great. I like you guys. I trust you all. And it really worked from the fact that we do one, the one podcast we do together all the time is every Tuesday, mass debaters, but it's the drafts. So we pick a subject and we draft it. And so, for example, your favorite movie, and then everybody's got a name on it. Once you name the movie, it's off the list. And it's fun because it's just us talking and we have fun and we go about it and we promote it's fun to do the draft, but every week I get to promote my podcast. Nice. So that's really what it is. A bunch of friends with the same mission to put podcasting out, to put a podcast out that's fun, to do it together. We are really cool with each other. And it's free promotion all the way around. And I will give my opinion to everybody in the network and expect the same. Nice. That's how you start. You do an endeavor and you're not sure how it goes. Do it with friends. The one thing I hear every time I, somebody talks about being part of a network, it always seems to lean towards making money. Like I'm only reason I'm in this group is to make money, to sell advertisements, to get money for my show. And it doesn't seem like it's built on friendship. It's built on commerce. And it right. sounds like you guys are built on friendship. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Do it the other way around. I mean, I'm not going to lie. We obviously want everybody to listen to our podcast. And of course, we would like to make money doing it. But we started as friendships, as friends trying to make money, not a bunch of people making money trying to become friends. Oh. Works the other way around. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, with this friendship, because anybody who <laughs> listens to this pod and listens to mine or Amanda's or Casey's or DeAndre's or Kendra. Or Shanna. Yeah. We're a bunch of people who are cool with each other. You can tell. So if I like Shanna and she's like, hey, you should probably give Harvey's podcast a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. These are friends. We are friends who do this. And that's why it works. Why? And somebody could take some time off and, oh, we'll take the spot or we do it. Oh, I need a guest. I got you. Can you do it? No problem. I'm in. Friendship. It's You can hear it. When you listen to us, you can hear that we're friends and it makes it easy to listen to. It's not, it's not work. It's play when you listen to us. How are you different as a person um, having a podcast? How am I different as a person? I am a for me personally, I'm a lot more vocal okay. than I was. And it, that's part of the reason I started Men of the Prize is because men need a space to be vocal and open. And when I do a podcast where I have guests where men are talking, it, doesn't make any sense for me to be quiet. I can't be on the sidelines. I have to be. So if I'm going to expect these men to open up and tell me what's going on, I have to relate to them. I have to do what I'm asking them to do. So when you do a podcast, it's and as you do it, one of the things I learned talking to men is I created a space for men to talk. So sometimes, as vocal as I am now, sometimes it's better to shut up and let these people, when you have a pod, and you get somebody on, in most cases, they're the star. And I like to let them be the star. Give them a question, make them feel comfortable in that space, and then let them go. A good podcaster sets the scene, but then you let the actors play. And that's what I like to do. So I, I'm a talker until it's time for me to stop. And that actually translates well back into our relationships, because I know that I listen better with my wife when we're communicating because I don't talk over her. I don't cut her off. Mm -hmm. I let her finish her thought. 
Because I know early days for me when I would have a guest on, they'd be midway through explaining a story or an answer. And if I asked them a question, I could derail their thoughts yeah. and take them in a totally different direction. And they never came back and finished their original thought. Right. And it felt like it was un, undone, like not complete. And I'm like, I got to stop doing that because I want my guests to finish their complete thought because they're leading to something that mm. could bring great value to the audience. And if I derail them, I'm good chance I'm never going to get them back again. So I started backing off on that. It also helped in editing because I didn't have to worry about me interrupting. I just stay right. quiet. So it's a good point. I like that, Herbie. Okay. I I try, and I mean, you're hosting the podcast. This is your space. But I try to be a listener when I'm doing the podcast. Every person who comes on for a prize, I'm picking up something new from every man that I talk to. So it's best. I It's go ahead and say whatever you're going to say. This is not long-winded. Everything you say matters because that one thing may lead to something entirely different. Uh, uh, some big moment that you didn't. I like that when you're talking to somebody and something clicks and you can you can tell in the voice when they say something and it's like, wow, I don't think I've ever said that before or I've ever heard that before or or recollection of something that happened in the past that really connects with how they're dealing with life now. Letting somebody just express themselves is really good and your good podcaster will just kind of back up and appreciate what you're getting. Somebody's giving you their time, so I'm just going to let you talk, at least for me. Yeah, I love when you ask a question or you get into a conversation and you think you're going one way and then your guest says something like at the end of their statement or their answer or question, their their response, they're like, and that's the day that I that I died. And you're like, what? what? <laughs> you can hear the record scratch. Like, what? You're like, what? I didn't even know. What's this? And then I can't imagine just going, okay, question number two. Right, you, you know, because your audience will be like, "He he said the thing. Don't where are you going? <laughs> Go back." Yeah. So, being that active listening, that's a huge, okay. that's a huge muscle that takes a long time to get oh, to yes. get right if you're not used to doing this. Oh yeah, it's true. Right. Yes, it's yeah, it's something you practice. And when I start, I mean, the first podcast, "Love Is Black," me and my wife, we talk a lot, obviously, and we've grown from that first episode. To what we do now and a lot of that is that back and forth a lot of that because it's a episode it's a show for couples it's a our love story recorded as you talk about it so i worked on that too and i think we both did because we'll talk about something there's a point especially when you're recording sometimes there's a point that you really want to get across like somebody said something and you're like oh well and i got it um, no not yet don't do it don't cut them off they may get there on their own or they may have a bigger point that they need to get to. So especially with my wife, just in general on a day-to-day -day process, just talking to my wife, letting her finish, letting me finish, and just having a good conversation. It, it blends. It works well recorded, but it works better, even better in life. Yeah. That being able to communicate. So you made you said that, and that's an excellent point. Um, go back to your early days of podcasting. Anything that you used to do that you don't do now, anything that you've you put into place that's really helping you that you didn't do early days? Oh, let's see. Um, what did we do? Um, I'll tell you, since Love is Black, that and that's the first, so that's my early day podcasting. When we did it, and that first season is just talking about our relationship and how we got together and our ups and downs and everything. Um, 
this may seem not even that big of a deal, but for us, we would just lay on our bed and record on our phone because we use Anchor. That's just a podcast thing that we used. And it was it's good conversation. It it got a little comfortable, it got a little too comfortable. We're just kind of laying there talking. And so we kind of got to the point where we probably should go sit somewhere, sit up a little bit more. Not even professional, but you know, we're just laying there and just like, I need, I need, I need to sit down. I need to let's go sit somewhere and, and a little face to face and we're talking. So comfortable, but at least to the point where it sounds like you're talking to people and those early ones is just kind of us just back and forth and just kind of talking. But once we said, you know what, let's, let's go into this room and sit the mic up and just talk. Um, we did that. We've gotten better with that. We used to look at the time a little bit to be concerned with how long episodes would be. And now we don't bother with that. We we're talkers. So it wasn't even a concern. Now we record until we're done. Yeah. We and and we pick an, a subject and we got to the point where we, at times we would ramble on because we're husband and wife. We can just talk. But when we're doing a podcast, we would pick a particular subject and we would do our best to stick to it. Going too long isn't a problem. Going too short isn't a problem. But not having a specific topic to talk about is if you're doing a podcast and you've got in this episode is about this. You have to do your best to, st- to stay there to either start there. To start there and to get back there at the end. All the other stuff in the middle. You can go. We can talk about all kinds of things. There's multitudes of ways we can go. But at least I've always thought that if I say this particular episode is about trust, and then we're going to talk about, oh, I didn't trust you at this day or what happened. I saw this couple. And then you know what, blah, blah, blah. And we go into all different things, but we come back at the end. So what do you do? to make sure that your partner trusts you more? How do you engender trust? We find a way to get back to where we started. And if you can do that, if you can do your best to kind of stay focused, find a way to stay focused. And the way I do it on Men Are the Prize is that my podcast, each of the letters in the word prize represent a characteristic for men. So we can talk, but I can always kind of rein my guests back in because my first question is, P, what is your purpose? And he can talk about that. I'm like, oh, it's a really good idea and go. So I have something I can go back to. So no matter how kind of far off we, we waver or run on to, come on back to this. Come on back to its purpose, its resilience, its zeal, expectation. So as we do this, we can keep it going. We can keep the conversation going. But there's a point and we continue going. So if you have a particular topic that your podcast is about, find a way to kind of stay on that. It makes it easier for the listener because you know, we know we're talking about we're talking about the best way to make pancakes and then whatever. We can talk about the ingredients here and how long you let them sit before you flip and blah, blah, blah. But you always know you're coming back to the best pancake or how long it takes and whatever. So yeah. I've always found that we got better at being focused with time. Anything that you hear outside of your podcast network mm-hmm. in general terms, anything that you hear in podcasting and you're like, I don't really understand that. I don't get that. Like, it doesn't really serve me as a listener that maybe we can maybe avoid in our podcast that, mm-hmm. that you talk about like rambling and not having a point. For right. me, that's really frustrating because I'm like, there's so many other podcasts I can listen to. And I just yes. kind of want to know, mm-hmm. I want to know that we're going somewhere. Like there's mm-hmm. a point to this conversation right? to talk right. about the weather and what your cat did today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what to do with that information. Uh, so um, like that for me, that's a frustration. But is there anything when you hear a podcast and you're like, I don't, this is not resonating with me for some reason. 
I didn't think it was going to be such a big thing for me, but what the sound, the background, like we have a lot of people who podcast and they do it from home and you know, and that's fine. This is not their business, maybe not how they make their money. So they do it for fun. But as to me, there's still a certain, maybe because I podcast now that I don't want to hear your dog in the background yeah. or I, you know, I don't want to hear the doorbell or I don't want to hear your chair rattling or stuff like that. I kind of like the idea if it's a podcast, it, 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 a small modicum of somewhat of professionalism. So when you're ready to record, kind of get all this other stuff out. You get the, if I'm not an editor, I don't do that a lot of that. But if you're able to kind of get all the stuff out of the background, so I can just focus on what you're talking to, it throws me off when I hear other stuff. So that that's one thing that you know that kind of bothers me. You know, I do I record late. I've got four kids. They have to be in bed. They got to be away. Nobody's running in randomly to ask something. So just when I'm listening to yours, make make your to make the time worth it. In other words, it's just you, and there's nothing else that's not supposed to be part of the show. Yeah, that's. I I love pets. I have dogs and stuff. I listen to a podcast, and the guy that was hosting sounded like he was being attacked by his pet bird because the bird was just going off on him, and you could hardly hear him because the bird was on the mic. And I'm like, oh. uh, maybe come back and re-record. I don't know, but yeah. I can't even hear you because the bird is just having his day on the mic. So. Uh, things like that might be helpful. Again, I, some people say that we don't have to edit. We don't have to worry about that. It's just record and done. But for the sake of the listener, if it's distracting from your message, maybe we just need to put some thought into that to some degree. So I like your approach. That's good. Let me ask you, has there ever been a podcast? I mean, something that you really loved. And has is there been anything that has completely taken you off from listening to a podcast? Something that you listen to maybe weekly, and something happened in an episode, and you gave up? Well, I listen to a lot of podcasts about podcasting, mm -hmm. and one that I was really enjoying. The host said something along the lines that um, the reason why there's more men in podcasting is because podcasting is technical, and technology is not a strong suit for women. Ooh. And I was like. Again, record scratch. I'm like, wait a minute. What did you just say? Wow. <laughs> and they were, that was their belief that women, <clears throat> women aren't good at technology. And I'm like, I, I don't, that doesn't sit well with me right. at all because I've met some of the most amazing podcasters who could teach master classes on how to do this. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's all about gender at, by any means. And that I made don't. me go, this is not the podcast for me. Uh, there's there's an underlying current here, and that was just a little taste of what this person believes. Mm. And it kind of and then when I go back and listen to other episodes, I can feel that current come yeah. through in different topics right. in different ways. Mm. And I'm like, this is not serving me, and I don't want this to influence me by any means, even subtly. I don't want that in my life. So I said, no, even though there was some really great content that right. would help me as a podcaster, to have that underlying current. And there's another one where that gentleman is a really amazing podcaster, been in the business a long time, but he seems to go on topics that are not, they're not something you would discuss around the table with your children. Let's put it that right. way. Right. Okay. And it has nothing to do with his content. It's like a little sidestep that he does in his show and he gets on these topics. He can't get back to the topic of podcasting. Yeah. And for me, that makes me go, I don't feel comfortable here. 
And I think that as podcasters, we need to make create a community in our podcast where people come and feel comfortable and don't get hit with something that they don't expect. So if I come to your show, I'm expecting Harvey every time. I'm not expecting Harvey 2.0 who shows up and does something random and obscure and off brand of who Harvey is. I'm expecting you. So for you to go into some topic and start attacking somebody or saying something negative about a certain group of people, that makes me go, wait a minute, what's wrong with Harvey? What happened to you? Right. Right? And that's where I leave. I just exit because there's so many other people in podcasting that are here to serve, here to give, and here to support that I don't want to give my time to a podcast that detracts from that. So. Good point. Ideology is a big thing. And there are tons and millions of podcasts that are out there. But as you do your podcast, as you want your podcast to grow, recognize that you are to a degree, you are building a relationship with your listeners. And since there are so many other options, that friendship, that connection you're building is fragile. Don't mess with it. Talk about what you're talking about. And one, making making it clear, I'm not telling you what to believe. You're allowed to believe what you want. But if you want your podcast to succeed, make a point to being who you are and not alienating those you want to listen. It's important that they feel a certain connection with you. Don't, and let's not attack anybody in any mm-hmm. way. We'll feel it. We listen. If I've listened to your, your podcast for half a season, I know you. I, I feel like I do. And I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know your ideas. And be careful with what you say, because then there's going to be less people listening to it. So I don't know. I don't think I have any particular ne- negative things, but I make a point. I, I have to be, I think about what I'm saying when I talk. I'm funny, whatever. But I'm funny, haha, not into a point where I'm going to be insulting anybody. I want everybody listening to my podcast. So it doesn't benefit me to demean anyone. Yeah. I'm I'm here to uplift no matter what I'm doing. So that's... Yeah. That's something you should focus on too. So that's an excellent point. Yeah, I've there are podcasts that I've liked that I just that's I just stopped listening to because I've had podcasts where I'm like I'm going to the gym and this is when I'm like download this episode first. I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm gonna listen to it and I'm ready. And then something is said and I'm then it's harder for me to rem, to remind myself to record to you know to download that episode. Now I'm okay if I don't hear it. And as soon as somebody's okay with missing an episode, you pretty much have lost them. So. I don't want to be that guy. Good point. Good point. And I, I like to, I like the people that I meet in public that I listen to to be the same person. Mm-hmm. I don't want this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday person <laughs> and then meet them and they're quiet and timid and they hardly speak. I want to meet Harvey in public and be the same Harvey that I hear every week. And that connection is crazy because when I meet you in public and you start talking, I'm like, you're Harvey. Yep. Like you're the guy. And when you told the story about the thing, remember the story about the thing? Uh, that was a great story. And you're like, I, that was like episode two. Yeah. And I'm on episode 200. You remember? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like that, you know, that community and that connection. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people who listen to podcasts, we have to remember they don't have podcasts. They don't understand how all this works. Right. They're just like, you're the guy on my device. And Mm -hmm. I listen to you every week. I have no idea how you do this, but you're like a star to me because you're doing something I can't. So, and it's not bragging if you've done it. So I look to you as an authority, a leader in my life. 
You bring value to me as a listener. And I hold you in high regard because you're doing something I can't do. I could never do any of this stuff. But I enjoy your content. I enjoy you as a person. And to meet you in public and for you to turn around and be like, hey, and you talk to me like you do on the podcast. It's so reassuring that I I made a good choice as I a agree. listener, right? I agree. That is a good thing. It's a good when you meet somebody who's listening to you and it's it's and you're just that same person. You know, if we just it's like the mic is in front of you and you're talking to me or if I'm if I was lucky to meet you and I'm just talking to Dave, I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's that's Dave. And it's it's not an act. This is the guy. Yeah. And that's somebody I can listen to. If I met you and that's you all the time, then I'm in because it's genuine. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, trying to be genuine. And when I can really believe who I'm listening to, and it's that person, he believes what he's talking about, or it can has a, has a good conversation with guests. And I'm like, I agree. Or even if I disagree, but it's still the same person who can express themselves in a way where I feel comfortable listening to, even if I'm not always in agreement with what you say. A genuine person, I can listen to pretty much all the time. How do you handle praise? It's that's such a great question. It's um, it's something that I work on. On I'll tell you, and then I will answer. I promise. Yeah. On Men of the Prize, one of the first things I do, I do my intro. Welcome to this, blah blah blah, and everybody's got a bio, and I'm like, all right, I love a good bio, so I read the bio for this man who my guest. And my first question is, what is it like hearing your accomplishments? What is it like hearing somebody read back everything that you've done? For men, we tend to not get what we call our flowers, which is our praise and stuff. Men don't get that. So I purposely start the episode with that. There's a reason you've got these three, these got these letters at the end of your name. There's a reason you wrote this book and people love it or listen to your podcast or public speaking and people buy tickets to hear you. Has anybody told you that you were awesome? Half the time, the men don't know what to do because we don't get that. Right. Because it's not, we praise women. Oh, you look beautiful today. Nice dress, blah, 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 whatever. But it's a rarity for a man to be just like, for a man to get praised. So I I try to do that when I'm walking out. I see a man, like, I like that shirt, blah, 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 whatever. And it's just like a man who gets praise. It's like you brighten a man's day. It's, It's simple. But for me, I... I've gotten better with it. For for prize, I've gotten so many men who reach out. I love your podcast. I love listening to what you do. It's what I do when I work out. I have a bad, a bad day and I just picked a random episode and you said something or the guest said something that really worked for me. And I, at first I was uncomfortable with it, but now I'm like, I feel like what I'm doing has, I, 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 what I'm doing, somebody appreciates it. So I enjoy it now. I don't revel in it too much. I appreciate it. I'm like, thank you. Um, give, is there anything else that you'd like to hear? I don't like to keep the focus on myself, but I certainly appreciate when somebody gives me good feedback. So it's it's nice to hear. It makes me feel better about myself and what I do. So it, that's slowly part of my process of just, you know, appreciating what people think of me and what I do. So I'm getting there. I think if we downplay praise that comes from a listener, we're kind of robbing them mm-hmm. of the opportunity to show their gratitude. Again, like there's value in what in the words coming through our microphones into their eardrums. There's something about us that's connecting them to to us. It'd be like meeting your favorite Hollywood star or musician, and you know your music, your 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 content really resonates with me, and you've you've given me 
desires and hopes for my future that I would never have had I never met you. Mm-hmm. And that person's like, oh, go away, kid, you bother me. It's like you're kind of robbing them of the opportunity to say thank you to you. By, by telling them that that's oh thanks 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 but yeah no no but it's they they mean it there's something about you that they resonate with and if we're going to be real people we need to be comfortable enough to allow them the opportunity to express their gratitude even if it does feel a little awkward they really want you to know how much you mean to them and for you to say that it doesn't matter to you kind of says to them that you don't your opinion of me doesn't matter. And I think we need to allow people to do that. And don't get cocky about it like you want it and it feeds your ego, but allow it to happen so that people can express what you truly mean to them, I think. Being appreciative of the praise is a good thing. So and I never thought about that. The person who's probably really happy to meet you and has been like, what am I going to say if I ever met this person and they get the opportunity? I certainly don't want them leaving with bad taste in the mouth. If you, you know, yeah. like, I wanted to tell you that I really like what you do. I'm going to take a second. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and I can relate it to when I started in the beginning. I'm like, I think this is going to be something good. So it's, it, 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 I don't know. It hits, for me, it hits really important. Like, wow, I wasn't sure if this was going to work. It was a little bit hard to get cast at the beginning, but now somebody's, this was really good. I needed this. This helped a lot. I can take that and I can run with it. So that makes, it makes me feel good, but I'm sure that person feels even better getting the opportunity to say that to somebody. So accepting praise and just kind of enjoy it. And but then talking back, it's a really good point. It's a really good point. I'm going to mention yeah. that to the, to the, to the network people, because people like listening to us and I'm like, we make a point. Somebody says, you know, they like what we do. Thank you. Make sure that they know we appreciate that they took the time to say something positive to us. Yeah. It's was, that yeah. little nervous butterfly in your stomach when you're standing in line at the autograph table and you're next. Mm, and the person exactly. that you've always looked up to, the author, the person, whoever it is, and you're the next in line, you have your book, your hands are sweaty, and you have your pen, you make sure your pen works, and you walk up to the table and you meet Mr. or Miss or whoever, and you're mm. like, Mm-hmm. I can't believe I get to talk to you. Hi, hi, man. Uh, my name is Harvey. My name is Dave. It's so nice to meet you. You know, in, in that little gushing moment, that person's possibly doing that for you mm-hmm. and having that same reaction, that same moment. So don't take it away from them. Let them yeah. let them enjoy that moment that they get a chance to talk to somebody that feeds them. That's a valid point. That's true. And I, yes. Well, I hope to have many more of those, uh, those times. So, Yes. <laughs> Because I can tell you, Kendra had that moment for you because she just kept talking about you over and over and over. So so you have a superstar fan in Kendra. So that's awesome. And that's what I love. See, and that's that's why I wanted to kind of give I'm setting you up is what I'm doing. (laughs) Is I want you to know (laughs) that there are people who talk about you that love your content, that love you as a person. Mm -hmm. And they want you to know. So if they don't tell you directly, they're telling others. Mm. So think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. They may never tell you how much they love your show. Mm-hmm. They may never sit in line or want to meet you in public or have the opportunity to do that. But they're talking about you when you're not in the room. Mm-hmm. You need to listen to Harvey's podcast is what Kendra's telling me. Mm-hmm. You're not even in the room and I already know about you. So that's mm-hmm. happening behind the scenes. And I think as podcasters, we forget that. We look at our numbers and we can count that as a success metric. Right. But behind the scenes... 
they're not even listening to our show. They're talking about our show. They're talking about us as people and who we are. Mm -hmm. Right. Making a difference. Making a difference. You can't measure that number. Oh, no. And that's, that's, that's better than anything. If I could, you know, I may never meet that person, but somebody, somebody may see my name attached to something. And you know what? I know it's good because I know Harvey is good. Or I know mm-hmm. David is good. You know, I haven't yeah. listened to his podcast, but all I've heard is positive things about him. So I'm going to give that a shot right. because that's a good person. So that's that's good to hear. I will give Kendra a big virtual hug when I see her again. <laughs> <laughs> and see, we're talking about Kendra at the same time. Right. Yes. And she, and she's awesome. She's see? just absolutely one of the coolest people. Everybody in this group, we all bring a different energy. Kendra is an adult but she brings she she's like a big kid i think that's what i love talking she's she's (laughs) she's incredibly intelligent and she talks about whatever she talks about she brings this kind of innocence to it and i think it's part of it because her voice she sounds so young so you can't we can take it seriously but you just kind of listen to her and like appreciate what she's saying she's amazing deandre is He's a really good friend of mine, and we just love talking. We're both black men in this group, yeah. so we can just talk about things, and we recognize, we understand what life is going on for each other. We have great topics. Amanda is, she does a sip list. We're lovers of movies. I'm a movie person. I don't really need anything. I can talk about movies all day. We are kindred spirits. We could talk about that stuff. Same with Casey when he does an evening at the movies. When you have people who resonate with you, who like the same things that you do and like you just like you like them. It's so much easier to do, to just plug in the mic, press record and go. I'm not even doing a podcast. I'm having a conversation with my friends and the mic is on. That's what's good about a network. That This network, when you do it with people that you truly love and enjoy spending time with, it's, you know, it's said, it's not work if you like doing it. And I enjoy talking with these people. So if they say something positive about me, it makes me feel even better about me and what I do. And as enjoyable as it is to hear people saying positive things about me, I need to make a point to, to, you know, to return the favor. When you have a podcast that you love, you make sure you talk about it too. I don't have to drop an ad. I could be talking to a guest and, oh, I have this guy, this guy. I listen to this podcast and he talks about this. You would love it. Simple little things that you drop in a podcast because somebody hears that. Oh, you really? I'm going to write that down. I'm going to give that a I'm going to check that out. Or, you know, oh, and I heard this quote and this, and I was listening to this guy. He, I love him. If I ever got to meet him. And when people love you and then you tell them who you love, that's an even bigger deal. Because like, wait a minute, like Dave loves that guy, but Dave, Dave is cool, but Dave loves him. I'm checking that podcast out next. You have a certain power with the people that you listen to. And it's Mm -hmm. good to, you know, to spread the love. And that's what we do with the network. Okay, where do we find the network? How do we, how right, do we get in touch so, with you guys? Come on. <laughs> so our network is, and the reason I that we mentioned it, we started doing these draft episodes. Yeah. And for example, we would do the best movies of all time. And we could talk about that, but we always needed to find a list. So we would go to whatever, what, whatever network, uh, Rotten Tomatoes or IMDB, and they would have these lists. And the lists would be terrible. <laughs> They'd be like the best hundred movies of all time. And then like Godfather was six. And I'm like, what? What, <laughs> what are you talking about? And DeAndre we? would be like, listen, I'm just the messenger. I did not make these. I did not make these rankings. And we would say that over and over again because these lists are atrocious. 
Finally, we named our network. I did not make these rankings podcast network. That is the <laughs> website. I did not make, just type in, I did not make these rankings podcast network. And our website comes up and it's got all our episodes. It's got all of our podcasts. So you can go to that page and you can find masturbators. You can find Love is Black. You can find Men of the Prize. You can find An Evening at the Movies. You can find Crushgasm. You can find Literature Reapers. You can find all the podcasts that we do on one page. So when we we kind of describe it like it's it covers all your podcasting needs. You want something serious? You can do Men of the Prize. You want something to laugh about? You can do Drafts. You want to talk about somebody that you loved? You loved, you know, boy bands in the 90s. There's one of those episodes in Crushgasm. Yeah. We cover everything. Just you literally can just type us in. Or if you type Harvey in, Harvey Laguerre, you can get him another prize. And it's going to lead to I Did Not Make These Rankings Podcast Network. We are together in everything we do. Um, so we're easy to find. And every Tuesday, every Tuesday, and we record, and today's a Tuesday as we record, tonight at 845 Eastern Standard Time, we're doing another episode. What are we doing? We're doing most quotable movies. And TV shows that ended too early. Those are our subjects. Nice. And once you pick it, it's off the board and nobody else can do it. So feel free, go to Facebook. And you if you type Harvey Laguerre, you're going to get me. Yeah. So, and you'll find it. And it's just a bunch of friends talking about stuff that you probably talked with your friends about. And it's fun. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Harvey, thank you so much for making time to do this. I would love to keep the door open, propped open. And if any time you wanted to come back and have another conversation around podcasting, mm-hmm. please. Um, I love listening to everything about the network and your shows and everything you're doing. And again, Kendra forced me to do this, but it wasn't a wasn't a hard thing to say yes to. Um, but uh, I'm so glad to have you on my screen to connect with you and to hear your story as well. So congratulations. Keep going. Keep doing your thing. And uh, just appreciate having you create some time for me today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Can I end with one? Can please, I please, please, okay. please? I, I think I've made this a habit with every podcast. When I'm a guest, and I go on something else. I speak to men in particular, but this is for everybody. To anybody who's listening to this podcast, who's you know dealing with life, with struggles, with the ups and downs. I'm a big proponent for suicide prevention, and we men are attempting suicide at a much higher rate than women, but we don't want anybody to do that. I want you to leave this podcast with the knowledge that somebody is waiting to see you today. Somebody loves just hearing your voice. They love talking to you on the phone, getting a text from you, seeing you walk into the office, maybe running into you somewhere. You are important. You are valid to somebody. You make somebody's day. So if you're having a tough day, understand that I don't know you, but I love you just because you're here. And somebody knows you and really loves you because you're there, because you helped them through a tough time and you probably didn't even know it, that your voice one day was the thing that kept them going. So to anybody, to everybody, you are amazing. You are worthy and we need you here. So we don't make any rash decisions with life. Life kicks us in the butt, but it always works out better in the end. You are valuable. You are wonderful. And to everybody, you are the promise. Hmm. Harvey, that's amazing. That's exactly what I would love to end off on. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, I know for the guys listening, myself included, 
this is a great podcast that you should be paying attention to and uh, and learning from. So Harvey, thank you for being a great, a great example of a, not just a how to podcast, but be how to be a great person. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's Dave jumping on here at the end. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening to the How to Podcast series. Putting this out there for you. You're starting a podcast and you're like, Dave, the technology is giving me a headache. This editing thing is, I don't know, it's banana pants. I can't figure it all out. Um, And you're thinking, if there was somebody who could help me with my podcast, I would pay them to do the editing for me. Guess what? I'm actually doing that. I have clients now, past guests who've been on the show on one of my other podcasts, on this podcast. I'm doing some podcast consulting. I'm doing podcast editing. I'm helping with people launching their podcast, getting it all the technology stuff, all getting your podcast and all the players, helping you with your YouTube channel, your website. Oh, it just goes on and on. It goes on and on. And I would love to help you. So instead of going to Fiverr or Upwork, I've I've been on there. I keep trying to get on for jobs and nobody's paying attention to me. And I'm I need attention. <laughs> I would rather work with you as a listener of the show. So here's what I'm saying. Go to howtopodcast.ca, leave me a voice message, tell me what you need, and let's work out something that works for you and your budget. And if you need full service or you just need something quick like a drive through type service, I'm there for you. I got you. And if you like what you hear on any of my seven podcasts, I can do that for you. I can. And I'd love to work with you because you are amazing. And I'm there to help you whatever you need. Howtopodcast.ca. Reach out. Let me know what I can do to help you with your podcast. Thank you for listening catch you on the next episode. Take care.